0: Hello and welcome back to Wisdom Speaks. Today, if it was nothing else, was a testament of God's love and mercy toward us. I am so thankful to, to walk with a God who sees and knows he is well acquainted with my personal grief, my personal pain. And there is a standard that He has invited each and every one of us to walk with Him. And I love that this past Sunday the Lord spoke through the man of God and He ministered the heart of Jesus through chapter 5 of the book of Matthew. My heart is full. And I'm excited to continue to go deeper with him. I've personally received a lot of revelation about my own heart through meditating on this chapter in the past couple of days and meditating on the word of God is extremely powerful. He revealed my own heart to me. That is something that we should all desire for him to do. Because as much as we think we know ourselves, God is the one who rev—he reveals our own hearts to us. And so I'm actually going to read Matthew chapter 5 in the Passion Translation. One day Jesus saw a vast crowd of people gathering to hear him, so he went up the slope of a hill and sat down. With his followers and disciples spread over the hillside, Jesus began to teach them. What happiness comes to you when you feel your spiritual poverty? For yours is the realm of heaven's kingdom. What delight comes to you when you wait upon the Lord, for you will find what you long for. What blessings come to you when gentleness lives in you, for you will inherit the earth. How enriched. You are when you crave righteousness, for you will be satisfied. How blessed you are when you demonstrate tender mercy, for tender mercy will be demonstrated to you. What bliss you experience when your heart is pure, for then your eyes will open to see more and more of God. How joyful you are when you make peace, for then you will be recognized as a true child of God. How enriched you are when persecuted for doing what is right, for then you experience the realm of heaven's kingdom. How blessed you are when people insult and persecute you and speak all kinds of cruel lies about you because of your love for me. So leap for joy since your heavenly reward is great. For you are being rejected the same way the prophets were before you. Your lives are like salt among the people, but if you, like salt, become bland, how can your saltiness be restored? Flavorless salt is good for nothing and will be thrown out and trampled on by others. Your lives light up the world. For how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? And who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place? Instead, it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others, so that your commendable works will shine as light upon them, and then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. If you think I've come to set aside the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets, you are mistaken. I have come to bring to perfection all that has been written. Indeed, I assure you, as long as heaven and earth endure, not even the smallest detail of the law will be done away with until its purpose is complete. So whoever violates even the least important of the commandments and teaches others to do so will be called the least in heaven's kingdom. But whoever obeys them and teaches their truth to others will be called great in heaven's kingdom. For I tell you, unless your lives are more pure and full of integrity than the religious scholars and the Pharisees, you will never enter. Heaven's kingdom. You are familiar with the commandment taught to those of old. Do not murder, or you will be judged. But I'm telling you, if you hold anger in your heart toward a fellow believer, you are subject to judgment. And whoever demeans and insults a fellow believer is answerable to the congregation. And whoever calls down curses upon a fellow believer is in danger of being sent to a fiery hell. So then, if you are presenting a gift before the altar and suddenly you remember a quarrel you have with a fellow believer, leave your gift there, in front of the altar, and go at once to apologize to the one who is offended. Then, after you've reconciled, come to the altar and present your gift. It is always better to come to terms with the one who wants to sue you before you go to trial. Or you may be found guilty by the judge, and he will hand you over to the officers, who will throw you into prison. Believe me, you won't get out of prison until you have paid the full amount. Your ancestors have been taught never commit adultery. However, I say to you, if you look with lust in your eyes at a woman who is not your wife, you've already committed adultery in your heart. If your right eye seduces you to fall into sin, then go blind in your right eye, for you are better off losing sight in one eye than to have your whole body thrown into hell. And if your right hand entices you to sin, let it go limp and useless, for you are better off losing a part of your body than to have it all thrown into hell. It has been said Whoever divorces his wife must give her legal divorce papers. However, I say to you, if anyone divorces his wife for any reason except for infidelity, he causes her to commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, your ancestors were taught, never swear an oath that you don't intend to keep but keep your vows to the Lord. However, I say to you, don't bind yourself by taking an oath at all. Don't swear by heaven, for heaven is where God's throne is placed. Don't swear an oath by the earth, because it is the rug under God's feet, and not by Jerusalem, because it is the city. Of the great king. And why would you swear by your own head? Because it's not in your power. To turn a single hair. White or black. But just let your words ring true. A simple yes or no. Will suffice. Anything beyond this. springs from a deceiver. Your ancestors. Have also been taught. Take an eye in exchange for an eye and a tooth in exchange for a tooth. However, I say to you, don't repay an evil act with another evil act. But whoever insults you by slapping you on the right cheek, turn the other to him as well. If someone is determined to sue you for your coat, give him the shirt off your back as a gift in return. And should people in authority take advantage of you, do more than what they demand. Learn to generously share what you have with those who ask for help. And don't close your heart to the one who comes to borrow from you. Your ancestors have also been taught, love your neighbors, and hate the one who hates you. However, I say to you, love your enemy. Bless the one who curses you. Do something wonderful for the one who hates you and respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. For that will reveal your identity as children of your heavenly father. He is kind to all. By bringing the sunrise to warm and rainfall to refresh weather, a person oh, to refresh whether a person does what is good or evil. what reward do you deserve if you only love the lovable? Don't even tax collectors do that. How are you any different from others if you limit your kindness? Only to your friends. Don't even the ungodly do that. Since you are children of a perfect Father in Heaven, become perfect like Him. I pray this spoke to your heart and quickened you to rise to the occasion and remember that Jesus is the one will do this working through you. Take his hand and ask him how to walk out these beautiful verses of truth. Because it's only by his power, the power of his Holy Spirit, that you can actually live this way. Because if you could do it in your own strength, Jesus would not have needed to come Live, die, and rise as you, for you. I love you so much. And remember that Jesus loves you so much more. He died to have a very intimate relationship with you. Surrender. Until next time.